This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Can you imagine being able to actually converse with your pet? I know a lot of us would love to try to figure that out, right? When they look at you and they're staring at you and you think, what, what is it? What do you want? Wouldn't you love to be able to actually have them tell you? And that's about those bonds that you have with your pet too. Well, this might be closer than we realize because our Scott Chance kind of took a dive into this question and here's what he found. A lot of talk about AI over the last year, more recently, the last sort of six, eight months, AI has just exploded. A lot of people using it, talking about it, its implications, what the future looks like with AI. And how about this for one of the possibilities of what AI, artificial intelligence, is going to help us do? Understand what animals are saying, like Dr. Doolittle. I can walk with the animals, talk with the animals. Grunt and squeak and squawk with the animals. There are people that are already actively doing this, using AI to learn and analyze what chickens are saying. Enter Dr. Suresh Nitarajan. He's a researcher who is trying to make this happen, actually using AI to help us communicate with animals. And I straight up asked him, is this actually possible? Uh, at the moment, yes, partially. We are looking at interpreting what exactly is going on in terms of uh, the communication. How do they communicate among themselves? How do they express uh, content? satisfaction, frustration, not so happy moves through different vocalizations and use the variety of sensing technologies, thermal cameras, four-dimensional cameras, and sound acquisition to collect a variety of data. And then uh, use deep learning and what we call as natural language processing techniques to decode what is it that they are uh, trying to communicate, unraveling a variety of emotions or the cognition behind these birds. So we look at what we call as MFCCs, male frequency substal coefficient, basically frequency, amplitude, pitch, tone, and the gap between these uh, vocal calls and try to deduce, okay, what's going on. We also try to develop a translator that would help us to improve the welfare of the quality and the richness of the life of these birds uh, when they go through their animal husbandry uh, period. Now, what is the goal here as it relates to these animals, to chickens? What is the goal with understanding them? We have the ability to understand the communication so that provide a much more uh, uh, enhanced quality of life. At the same time, it concerns about improving the profitability for the farmers. The happy chicken is a productive chicken and the meat quality and the eggs are also much more nutritious and rich. We use artificial intelligence to uh, create a much more bonding and a quality of richness in terms of interaction between the farmers as well as the farm animals. Now, if this works, what are the potentials for 
other applications. What about with dairy cows or other type of service animals like potentially seeing eye dogs? Is there potential there to apply this to other animals and other species? Absolutely. The tremendous potential. We have already started collecting data for the dairy cows also. So there is a bit of uh, research already happening from our group. Uh, the same can also be uh, applied for companion animals such as cats and dogs. You know, just the purr of the uh, uh, cat or uh, by looking at small little whining of the, uh, you know, dogs, uh, depending on the breed, we can have a better understanding. We could say, hey, don't sit on my couch. It's so couch is only for humans. You sit here. Those kind of uh, communication can be made to provide a better uh, um, uh, exchange of quality of richness between the humans and uh, companion animals. Okay, so this all seems pretty cool, right? An actual plausible way for us to communicate with our pets. But as with all things artificial intelligence, has anyone actually stopped to think if this is something that we really want? I mean, sure, there are lots of benefits for farmers. And the idea of being able to talk to your own furry loved one does seem pretty great, but could there also be a downside? Or does knowing that we could clearly communicate with our animals sort of remove some of the mystique and some of that language of love? Perhaps all of this is something better just left to the movies. Speak! Hi there! <gasps> Did that dog just say hi there? Oh yes! Bruh! My name is Doug. I have just met you, and I love you. My master made me this collar. He is a good and smart master, and he made me this collar so that I may talk. Squirrel! For Mornings with Simi, I'm Scott Shantz. <laughs> Sorry. That's... Oh, I love that, Scott. Right? It's so funny. Isn't it great? What if we could actually have that? You put a collar on your dog, Listen. and it can tell you what it's thinking. No, thank you. Right? My it... cat has no problem telling me exactly what she is See, thinking. See, you're in that, you're one of those people, Simi, like all of us. We I know. think we know what they're saying, but are you sure? Oh, I, oh please. <laughs> My cat, um, she views us with disdain. Like if she has to lower herself to communicating with me, it's usually <laughs> why, and I'm sure it involves a lot of swear words. Right. Why the blank, isn't there more food in my dish? Why, why are you just standing there looking at me? Do you not see I want to go outside? Why are you making me wait here? Open the door so I can come inside. Like she's, her facial expression tells me everything I need to know. Right. So maybe we just best leave this to the farmers who are producing, you know, they, they need it for, you know, production reasons. Sure. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll go with that. I have one dog who all he thinks about is food. Right. And the, another dog who just wants, like, that dog attention. Squirrel! All the time. Why are you looking at me? Why aren't you looking at me? Right. Why aren't you looking at me? That's the other dog. I so, think yeah, it's kind of fun. I think I've solved it. Thank you for that, Scott. You got it. <laughs> you can weigh in with your thoughts. Like, do you want to know what your dog or cat is thinking? I feel like most pet owners, if you're close to your pets, you know that already, right? Simi at cknw.com.